Welcome to Midnight Madness. I look at Midnight Madness for the novice as the gateway drug to the festival experience. Midnight Madness Show. Here's your host, the DJ Doctor. Uh, hello, everybody. It's Mark, the DJ Doctor, here at another Midnight Madness Show in beautiful downtown Manchester, Tennessee, where it is actually warm today. We uh, apologize to the folks that tried to tune in last week to, to hear Rock and Randy. Um, unfortunately, the Antarctic decided to move into Middle Tennessee last week, so we were. Uh, we're a little all just staying home and staying, you know, safe and, and warm. I hope you all are too. So, but it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood today. Get it? Get it? Won't you be my neighbor? No. Um, but, but you are. You sit right next to me. I, I know. But that's as close as we're going to ever become neighbors. You were, <laughs> you were actually about five blocks away from my house at one point in time. That's there, right. I was. There with the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> hasn't been right since. I'm going to introduce the one and the only, my former neighbor, the Hillbilly Heartthrob. Howdy. Exactly. Duty. You and Minnie Pearl would have would have done real well together, wouldn't you? That is the voice of Jason, the Hibbley Heartthrob. Uh, next to him, without a microphone, so he's going to wave, he's going to like mime my radio, is the one and only Colorado kid, Steve. I left the old nickname away. You see that? Now you're back to the Colorado kid. So we have Steve with us in the house. We want to say hey to our good friends out there in New York City. Um Thanks, Chris, at heatfmradio.com for all that you do. I hope you're having a safe and easy wintertime out there. I know you've had some pretty nasty weather, too. So uh, heatfmradio.com is in the house of putting our shows out live. Thank you. Also, with Alabama Jams down there in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, Lisa T. and her group down there. Um, got a great venue getting ready to open. If we can get Alabama on the side where they'll say it's safe to open, 9,000-square-foot building waiting to Open up with a stage better than anything you're going to find in Nashville. It's crazy. Well, it makes up for maybe the Ryman, but you know, right, it's kind of hard. Right, to beat the you can't beat the Ryman. Yeah, um, but we want to say hey to all of them guys. I want to say hello to my my daughter Hollywood, and I hope Amelia is, is watching tonight with her animals up there. Well, we love you guys. She sent me a picture of her car in ten inches of snow, and you know what she did? She dug out and went to work. She's a northerner. She's a Yankee. That's what we do. So she went to work. Was work open? Yeah. 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 Down <laughs> we don't here, close up there. Oh, she's not in. She's not here. <laughs> she's no, no. She's in Indianapolis. Uh, yeah. She got 10 inches of snow the other day. Yeah. And shoveled out and went to work. <clears throat> they so. know how to handle it. They know. Yeah. So love you, Holly. Love you, Amelia. And then uh, to the level one, Miss uh, Rebecca uh, Velvet Presley. We love you. And I'll see you in just a little bit. And then Brian at the IT Guru is having a hard time getting on tonight. So I don't know what's going on with Brian. Brian, if you're listening, uh, I don't know what to tell you. The computer's up and running, so uh, hopefully you can get on and, and get the show going on that side of the house. And uh, hopefully we've got a special listener in Colorado. Misty, I hope, is uh, listening to us. Hello, Misty. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy tonight's show. we got one of our favorites. We're not supposed to say that. We're it's not like supposed kids, to say that. But he's been one of our favorites since, I think, 12 years ago when I think I first met <laughs> this guy. I think it's been about 12 yeah, years now. Yeah. Oh, nine. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was uh, eight when I got the building, nine when we did our Yep. Very first pre-Bonnaroo show, and you and, and Travis Bell were part of that. So yep. I'm going to let Jason do the honorary kickoff, the first pitch. Why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? We have an awesome, awesome guest, Mr. Yeah. Trapper Haskins. Haskins. Trapper. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. When I got down here, Trapper, right off the bat, your name kept coming up. Oh, man, have you met Trapper Haskins? Have you met Trapper? Have you met Trapper? I heard a lot about him, too, at I'm first. Like, who? Trapper? What's this guy like, you know, he... Goes after beavers or what? What is this guy? I had no idea. Your name and John Cook were the two names. Everyone kept going. Have you okay. met these guys? Have you met these guys? No. 
Then James Bell goes, I got Trapper Hassan. He's going to be playing with me at the, at the Pam Jam. Great. I finally get to meet Trapper. Oh, was that, is that, was that, I think that's that when, was the introduction? I think that was how, how it started. Yeah. Um, so we're very thankful for that. So we're so glad to have you on Man, board. I'm glad, to, glad to be here. You, you were the guy that I bought my guitar strings from when, yes. when I used to live in the area. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was nice. So enough chatting. Let's go ahead and get a song right sure. off the bat. Okay. Um, and then we'll get to find out, because it's been a while since we got to talk to you. So yes. we're going to try to catch up on some old times here real quick in 55 minutes. We got a signal here? All of a sudden we have no signal. All right, try it now, Trapper. It's like you, you knocking sister. Why are you at my door so late and hour? Yes, I hear you knocking sister. Why are you at my door so late and hour? Have you been out barrel housing? You ain't been picking flowers. Girl, that's quite a shine to tell me Was it your good man who blacked your eye? Girl, that's quite a shine to tell me Was it your good man who blacked your eye? You can let your guard down, girl Hell, it's only you and I I 
love it when they start out with a beautiful love song. <laughs> I started writing that song for my daughter, and it didn't didn't quite turn out that way. Is the guitar coming through? Oh yeah, yeah. It's real okay. soft on this one. It's loud on the regular acoustic, but right. it's soft on the resonator. There, that sounded better. Okay. Now, how long have you had that that resonator? It's been used. Man, you know, I bought it in uh, I bought it in '09. I bought it the year Did we you? met. I think. Okay. It's a, a Republic. But they kind of give it a, a vintage sort of look. Yeah. So it's got it's had an acid bath. But uh, man, it plays it plays pretty well. I did some work on it in the last week to sort of lower lower the action because I don't play a whole lot of bottleneck slides, so right. I wanted the action a little bit lower. So I shaved the saddle down, and it's, it's playing it's playing a lot better than it than it had been. So that's cool. Now it's louder. But yeah, I started writing that song for my daughter, um, who was a baby at the time mm -hmm. because you know anytime you're writing about a toddler you want to write about whiskey and pistols and those right right wiping the prints off you know yeah got, i got you yeah holly this this song goes out for you i my daughter's the, listening uh, the first line that i wrote in that song was um girl that's quite a shiner because my daughter had fallen off her grandmother's bed and hit her eye on Ooh. the bedside table mm -hmm. And so I was going to write this really sweet song for my daughter about having a shiner, and it it turned into not that at all. Not, <laughs> you'll get the next one, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, then you write one uh, of uh, my favorite one that you yeah, now I'm going to slip me uh, uh, walk through these gates. Oh. My, my favorite one of yours, but a little dark. Yeah, little, little, yeah. My I, mother has said to me a few times, "Can you just can you write some happier songs? That, <laughs> they come out how they come out, you know." In the old days, uh, back at the other shop, um, we had maybe 15 CDs of artists on there. You were one of the uh -huh. first ones up there, and we had Alluvium, which was being played at the time. Back then, we played the entire CD, so everyone gave us a CD. We Just to try to get more songs on the station, mm -hmm. we just did that. Now we're like one off. I, right. I need one off your new album. Mm -hmm. um, and so we had your whole album on there. And, you know, songs that you're probably going to sing tonight, I won't give them away yet, but... Um, I've heard you sing them. I heard you sing them live, but I've never heard you sing. You know, walking through those gates, and all of a sudden I heard this riff on this guitar, and I'm like, "Man, that's just—it just there was something about that hook and that little guitar line that you had." Walking through those gates. Yeah, I'm like, "Man, that's awesome!" And all of a sudden I heard your voice. And I'm like, "That's Trapper." <laughs> I didn't even know. I did because when you put you music on at the store, it's kind of like background music. You right. don't pay attention, but that hook and that guitar got me. Yeah. I'm like, man, if you're not going to play it tonight, you've got to at least play the hook. Play the, play the guitar riff. You know, it's, it's one of those songs that, like, it's a six-minute song, and it's yeah. dark. And so, like, when you played clubs, it's just, yeah, no, it yeah. never made the set list because it's a six-minute. And it's my favorite one you got. <laughs> it's the Inagata de Vida. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Or something. It's do, about that long. Yeah. Do, do the little, uh, well, you know, I don't. if you remember the guitar riff. I put Trapper I, on the spot. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. I have probably not played that song in. Eight or ten years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's a beautiful, cool tune. The lyrics are so cool, how it steps down from dad to, to one brother to the next brother, right. you know, how y'all kind of stay in the same vein. I, people are just going to they're gonna have to there look, you go. Look, look it up online. You're going to have to buy aluminum. <laughs> do you still have that available? That CD still available? I do, I do, and it's on it's on Apple so, Music and so you can get Spotify. It, you know, the MP3 versions, MP4. Yeah. That's good. So check that out, people. I'm going to tell you right now, his first album... You want to buy that. It's absolutely... Okay. And I don't know anyone that, that, that has... That song's on there. The one I just played is on the first album. Yeah, and, and I don't know anyone that has played with Trapper that doesn't know a song. Like, we were up there with Thomas and you. Mm -hmm. Thomas was mouthing your words. He oh, knew yeah. your, your yeah. lines as you were. That's like the song you played for Soundcheck is my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll do that one. All right. <laughs> Well, why don't you go ahead? My favorite gets played. Yeah, well, I can't help it that mine's the dark one and <laughs> yeah, you know, six, yeah. seven minutes long. But it, it just the, the the beautiful how whether it be prison wires or pearls. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, what a hook, dude! That yeah, was thanks. that was genius. So, uh, people, he's not going to be able to play it tonight. So that's our teaser. You got to buy buy the the song. Yeah, uh, or you can go to Spotify and stream it. There you go. There you go. So check yeah. out Trapper Haskins. Uh, what's what are you going to play for Jason here? I'll, uh, I'm going to switch guitars here. Switch? So uh, go ahead. Good you're go. good to go. So this song is also on Illusion, and it's uh, yeah, it always got played because it's a little more of a 
it rocks a little more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I haven't haven't really been playing these older too many of these older songs, but I have played this one. And I actually just put out the um I just put out the demos from Alluvium. I don't know if you've seen those on Spotify. We didn't no. print any physical copies, but on Spotify is a uh, a demo that I made before we ever made Alluvium called Further Down This Mountain. Okay. And it's oh, wow. basically acoustic versions of probably four or five of the songs on Alluvium. Um, and, and what does that mean? What, what's that word? Alluvium? Yeah. So I'm from Memphis originally. The Mississippi River is mm-hmm. real special to me. And so alluvium is like the silty stuff that builds up the sandbars, the you know the kind of oozy mud on the okay. side of the river. That's that's alluvium. Okay. And you had a really cool picture of a house. Didn't that blow down like the week after you? Yeah, the, the storm the, 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 uh, the house on the cover of alluvium was on the highway that went from. So I used to live in Altamont, mm-hmm. and I would drive to McMinnville to play open mics at Capilano's and I would drive past this farmhouse on the Viola Highway every time. And I had a photographer go out there and take some pictures of that place. And then about six months after that, the fire department used it as a practice house. Oh, so no. They, they said, <laughs> wow. It was just a house in the middle of a cornfield. And uh, walls were falling in. That We went inside the house and floors were sloping. I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty sketchy. That's pretty cool. But, uh, anyhow, so I'm going to do... See if I can remember this one. This is called Hard Luck Angel. talk to you out loud and more than once I would swear that I've seen you in a crowd I found your old turntables dusty box of 33's bottle of wine Patsy Klein singing cry not to me and now it's hydrocodone and green label jack Away, but it won't bring you back Won't bring you back Any nearer to me and the day that you left On the sunset on Tennessee on the rocks You kept a knife there in your pocket but kept your money in your socks And that night we landed in the Hooskow All thanks to your brother Jim I knew that you came from trouble first time I laid eyes on him And now it's hydrocodone and green label jack Pain away, but it won't bring you back. Won't bring you back any nearer to me. And the day that you left on the sunset on Tennessee. Flare. 
You with your hand on the trigger, yeah, we made us quite a pair. So why'd you have to go and get on? Yeah, why'd you have to go and leave? When I let you inside my heart with the only copy of the key. Now it's hydrocodone and green label jack Push the pain away but it won't bring you back Won't bring you back any nearer to me And the day that you left on the sunset on Tennessee Thanks, y'all. Very nice. Little Trapper, let's go back in time. How'd this whole thing start for you in music? Where, where, how old were you? Hmm. I was eight years old. Okay. And my mother went to the music store in Memphis to get me a little classical guitar. And I'm left-handed, and so she's in there searching for left-handed guitars. Mm -hmm. And the guy in there tells her, if your son's just starting out, you know, I was playing tennis rackets and stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. Like My son did the same thing. Yeah. Does he play now? Right-handed. Yes. He plays right-handed. All, all the stuff you see here is all his, all right-handed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. so my mother was going to buy me these little left-handed classical guitar. And the guy at Strings and Things in Memphis told my mother, listen, if he doesn't know how to play, just let him, just get him a right-handed guitar. He'll have an easier time in the future finding guitars. He can pick up a guitar at a party and play. Mm -hmm. They're just more plentiful. Right. And so she bought me that little classical, and I played it for about six months, uh, standing on the hearth in our den as a stage. Um, and when I, you know, I, I wasn't as good as Slash from Guns N' Roses after about six months, and so <laughs> I quit. How <laughs> yeah. dare Slash be that good, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I put it away for a few years, and I picked it back up when I was 12, mm -hmm. and I've never put it down. And uh, I'm, I'm plainly in midlife now, so <laughs> I've been playing it since then, and writing since right about that same time. Oh, really? Yeah, I was always the kind where I would, I would learn songs from these songbooks my dad had, and a few verses into like a Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, once I had the chord progression down, mm -hmm. I would leave the room and sort of add my own lyrics to that chord progression and sort of that would kind of crib that melody and make up my own songs. So I've been doing that for a long time, not necessarily stealing melodies, but when right. I first started out, that was how I, that was, that was my introduction to it. So, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So now mom, dad, both musicians? Not really. You know, my dad, he, he had a guitar and he liked to learn Bob Dylan songs and Neil Young songs and stuff like that. My mother, um, she has a famously bad voice, so much so that when we were kids and we didn't want to get up to go to school, <laughs> she would open the bedroom door and start singing Moon River. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up, Mom. Yeah, I'm up, Mom. Just please stop singing. I'm up. <laughs> so, yeah, not a, not a super musical family, but... Um, so he still has nightmares when he sees Moon River now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I cannot listen to that song without without seeing my mother open the door. My, I've, I've hit snooze on the alarm. I don't want to get up to go to whatever it was, fourth or fifth grade, and she's Moon River. <laughs> I hear that. And I think of uh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Bad bad image there. Um, let's talk about some of the other stuff. You're one of those guys that I brag on your music skills, and I go. Yeah, but this guy does ton of other stuff, and he's good at a ton of. He's that guy yeah. that you just want to choke Trapper. Um, you do. <laughs> Is that why you brought me down here? <laughs> you do, yeah. <laughs> this last time you can see Trapper, the door is locked. Um, you do carpentry. I do. Yes, you've that's... done that. I mean, you went to New Orleans and done work down there, didn't you? Didn't I did. You? Yeah, we lived down there before um, Katrina. So my woodworking experience. I uh, was raised in Memphis, but when Mandy and I got married, two weeks after our wedding, uh, I had been wanting to get into boats and mm -hmm. wooden boats, and so we moved up to New England, and I did an apprenticeship for two years. Um, you know, this was like back before kids, before a mortgage or any of that stuff. Right. So I spent two years working in a boat shop as an apprentice and sort of learned 
uh, the trades, and then we got we got cold as people do in New England. And yeah. after four or five years, we said, "Let's go someplace the opposite. Let's go to New Orleans." And um, no boats down there, but I took a job at a furniture factory, and then I played music on the streets in the quarter at night. So I just I busked at night and worked at the worked in the factory during the day, and wow. I made a little more change playing guitar than than I did at a furniture factory. Really? Wow. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. That's pretty cool. Now, tell us the story. You you actually built a boat. Did you not go down the Mississippi River? And how many miles did you we end up traveling? Where did you? Where was point A and point B for you? So we uh, we built a Mississippi River yawl when when we lived in Maine, which is like an eighteen foot rowboat. Okay. <clears throat> She's got a sail. It's sort of a historic boat. It was kind of if you can picture like the John boats of today, just the flat bottom, flat mm-hmm. side John boats. This would have been the John boat in the eighteen hundreds, and the steam boats would use them as tenders. The fishermen and trappers would use them in their in their trades. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so when we lived in Maine, I built this thing kind of on the side in somebody's garage. Mm-hmm. And when I finished my apprenticeship in 2002, 19 years ago, wow. we, uh, we took the boat out to the Mississippi. And after canoeing the headwaters, um, because our boat was too big to fit in the, the river's very, very narrow. Mm-hmm. It starts. And so we canoed from Lake Itasca down to St. Paul, Minnesota. And then we put the rowboat in and we rowed with the intention of going to the Gulf, and we made it to New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> so, and that's about 2,300 miles. Wow. And that was a, it was about a three-month trip. And so we left at the end of July in Lake Itasca, and we landed in New Orleans on Halloween, which is a good time to, good time to <laughs> wow. end up there. You take your, your guitar on the, on the boat you? Know, you know, I had, I saw a guitar sitting over here. I took one of those little, um, the, the the traveler guitar was oh, like yeah. Martin yeah. or something yeah uh, somebody yeah, had one of those and they loaned it to me because I was like I can't take a full size guitar yeah. on this trip and so I borrowed one of those little backpackers that's what it's called the backpacker yeah, yeah so we yeah. put the backpacker in the boat and uh, took and that's just an open boat so if you get rained on you get rained on there's no cabin or anything mm-hmm. like that um, but we finished we didn't finish the trip we ended in New Orleans and then um, you know 16 years later in 2018 now with two two young kids, the four of us put the boat back in the water in New Orleans, and we went down to the Gulf. Okay. And so I'm working on a book about that, the yeah, whole, the whole it, experience now. I was going to say, that was the other thing. He, not only did he do that, now he's writing a book. Now, Trapper, anything else? Do you do any Muppet <laughs> you know, impressions or, or you know, any kind of puppet shows? or Terrible, anything? terrible puppet shows, terrible yeah. impressions. Um, wow. Yeah, I didn't say I did any of those, those things well, but I'm, I, I I do those things. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to touch one more thing before we go to a song. Sure. Are you still doing the vintage baseball? Oh man, I am. I, I I love I love baseball. Yeah, and I love history, and so I play this. I play with the Tennessee Association of Vintage Baseball, which is a marriage of those two things. So we play 1864 baseball by the 1864 rules, oh. which is no gloves, uh, which is how I broke this pinky. A couple, oh. a couple of times. So we're playing baseball with no gloves, wearing the wool pillbox hats, yeah. the uniforms, the whole get-up. And, it's, and you uh, make the bats, don't you? Don't you I've made one bat, but okay. we, there's another guy who makes them far quicker, and, okay. uh, and he has a better supply of wood. So we, <laughs> we have smacker bats uh, who started in Murfreesboro. He now lives in Arizona. But Smacker Bats is our supplier. But I made the first bat when we started the league in 2013. Okay. And so we have 12 teams across the state. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's so much fun. The rule, it's a little, there's some esoteric rules in it that make it different. Like mm-hmm. you can catch the ball on one bounce. You don't have to catch the ball out of the air for an out. A fielder can catch it on a bounce. Oh, wow. And, uh, so it makes it, it's a different sport to see. It's a different sport to play. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just love it. It's, now pre 2020, did you have good crowds come out and watch this? We would. Yeah. We would regularly downtown. Nashville at the uh, Bicentennial Mall. So we would do a head count. We'd get 300, sometimes 350, 400 people out there. Last year, um, we play at historic sites. Right. So we don't play at ball fields. We don't right. play at city parks. We play at historic sites. And a lot of these historic sites were closed mm-hmm. uh, to the public because of the pandemic. So they would right. allow us to play but not bring – family and fans and stuff so we had a truncated season instead of playing 12 games we ended up playing six just yeah. to kind of just to have some semblance of continuity but right. that's you know, cool you got to come out and come out and see a see a game we play in i guess chattanooga would be the nearest to you guys here it, it, is it scheduled on your 
your site, or do I? Have- no, that would be on. Uh, if you just Google Tennessee Association of Vintage Baseball, our okay. league website comes up. We'll do that because I want to go watch a game. I, I love baseball. I played ball for many, many, oh, many years. Yeah. Um, so I would love. Yeah, you know, I'd get bit by the bug. How but, long did you? How long did you play for? How um, late did you go? I went up until I was uh, twenty. Three? Oh wow! Okay. So that was 1945. So not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I, I played up for a while, and then I was in an injury, and then the drums just uh, when I rehabbed a little bit, the drums uh-huh. said, "No, you're going with us." And I started playing yeah, drums and yeah. stayed. I've already played drums for six, seven, eight years at that point, but it was like I can still play drums. I can't throw baseball uh-huh. like I used to. So. Right. Um, but I love it. It's funny those injuries. They get that's what gets you off the field. I, I played. I only played baseball until the eighth grade, and then I got all of these teeth knocked out. So oh, this wow. whole thing's a bridge, and that scared me off the field for years. Yeah, and it really wasn't until vintage baseball, uh, which just everything's kind of a slower pace. It's, I don't want to say it's a gentle game because it, I mean you can break fingers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but um, you know, and the ball's hard. But uh, just the, the history was too compelling for me, so I jumped back in the on the field and started. Don't everyone have to grow the mutton chops. Uh, you do. You have you have to grow a period. But no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've got that look going on. It would take me. It'd be twenty eighty five before I could grow what yeah. you got. Well, that's part of why I have the mutton chops. Is it sort of it fits with our eighteen sixty eighteen sixties baseball. So. That's cool. Well, let's get back into a tune real cool. quick. Uh, what's your next one you want to play? Um. I knew that would happen. There's just so much of other sides of Trapper we wanted to catch. I think we just covered them all. I'll tell you what, we were talking about New Orleans. Um, play, I'll play another one off Alluvium. This one I wrote when we, we lived in New Orleans, and I am a procrastinator. Okay. <clears throat> and I bought my wife a Christmas present on Christmas Eve from a pawn shop. And This is the one I thought you were going to ask for, Jason. This is the one I thought. Oh, that's another great song. Yeah. (laughs) So it's all true, except for the end. I've got, I have some friends in Maine, and when they heard the song, because they knew we'd moved to New Orleans, I said, are you and Mandy still together? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. The the breakup part is is fiction. Slid at a pawn shop in New Orleans A few blocks off of St. Charles Early on Christmas Eve Sterling silver with a turquoise stone It was etched with arrows, snakes and bones I bought you a bracelet at a pawn shop in New Orleans Square Boys playing trumpets Had a box We threw some change in there No extra money On the tarot cards It's just some smooth talkers Wearing needle marks Wore it to the quarter We walked around Jackson Square The river rolls And all the things That we once held so Dear Kept the meaning We lost the shine In another town Another time I was only trying to find You a souvenir Well I ain't seen you Wearing it in a dog's age I thought silver and stone went with anything What's the matter, don't you like it still? You know it cost me a $20 bill And I ain't seen you wearing it in a dog's age That was many years ago City stays, the river rolls 
town another time I was only trying to find you a souvenir Yeah, I know who you mean when you say dear And I know where you go when you're not here And you're out on the town Running around Tonight I took one last walk out our door Sword lying underneath the couch there on the floor. The stone was missing and the silver was scratched. The band was bent and had a broken latch. Tonight I took one last walk out our door. Someday, many years from now, you'll ask yourself and wonder how. All the things that we once held so dear Kept the meaning but lost the shine Another town, another time Yeah, all you'll have to remind you will be souvenirs I know the heart that beats inside your chest And I know what you wear underneath that dress Yeah, cause I was the one it's over and done. Trapper, who's some of your influences? Uh, Steve Earle. Cool. <laughs> I, love, I love Towns Van Zandt, which I think is where my, my love of sad songs come from. <laughs> um, man, those are two really big ones. Guy Clark, a lot of that, a lot of that Texas stuff. Um, those, that, that's that's the Trinity uh, for me right there. Um, lately, I'm listening to a lot of I like Shovels and Rope. Um, I like uh, Phoebe Bridgers and some 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 more poppy stuff. I'm getting into that, but for a long time, it was it was more Texas singer songwriter kind of stuff. Uh, but one yeah. of those one of those songwriters I just uh, <clears throat> just started listening to. I didn't know he existed until recently. Was Blaze? Blaze oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, Blaze, John Prine. How could I forget those? Yeah, two? yeah. yeah. Your, your style just fits right into all of that. Yeah, it's uh, it sort of it sort of worms its way into your into your DNA. I think. Yeah, you? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. listen to it for long enough. So now, do you still play with the band? Do you still do band shows from time to time? I haven't done any. I haven't done any band shows. We we put out uh, the latest album is Blood and the Honey, and we right. put that which I own by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just I'm going rub, to own it. Just wanted to rub that. I in. may have to run to his house and pick up a copy. It's but. a vinyl. <laughs> I got the vinyl. We uh, we put that one out in spring of 2020. You know when yeah. when nothing was going on in the world. And, right. Uh, and it was like the, it just felt like the rug kind of got pulled out from under us because we had some, you know, had the band had some stuff worked up and had a few shows. We had a, you know, a record release party and all that kind of stuff lined mm -hmm. up. And then, you know, yeah, we're no different than anybody else. It was just like the the rug really felt like it just got pulled out from under everybody. Yeah. And since then, uh, I hadn't I didn't set foot on a stage for a while. I really kind of resisted the Facebook. Uh, and the Instagram live stuff, not because I'm opposed to it, but because I knew that the technology part of it would frustrate me. So mm -hmm. uh, every time I try and do that sort of stuff, I was end up having to call in my wife and say, you know, she's the IT department, so she yeah. has to do that stuff <laughs> for me. And, you know, that was really the only reason I never got hit to the, to the you know, the online streaming uh, shows, just because I knew it was going to frustrate me. So I ended up not doing that, and I've, I have... I've kind of picked and chosen what sh what live shows I'll play lately based on sort of the protocols that the place puts in, in place. Because, right. you know, I mean, regardless of what you think we should or shouldn't be doing with the pandemic, I'm diabetic now. Um, I wasn't when we lived down here, but I've been mm -hmm. di diagnosed with that since we left. And, um, and just so I'm really careful about where I go and right. really would prefer not to get it. So yeah, we left here in, when did we move? 2012. 
2012, I think we moved up closer to Nashville. We right. sold the farm we had in Altamont, mm-hmm. which is about the time I moved here. You were moving out. That's right. That's right. We kind he of was getting ready. He, he saw me coming. There. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of crossed paths. Uh, and then I got diagnosed with diabetes the following year in 2013, and so it was just wow. sort of like a little bit of a little bit of a gut punch. But <laughs> so with 2021 come around, the new year, it, you got shows on the books that you think you can pull off that you that you feel comfortable in doing? Do you have not, them already? Not any band gigs, but I, I'm playing the day after tomorrow at the Sutler. So Thursday I'll be at the Sutler in Nashville. Beautiful place. Uh, yeah, cool. I didn't even know it existed. It's been there 40 years. Right. I didn't right. know it was there. Yeah. And it's apparently, it's either moved or been remodeled because I've only been in it since it's the new right. um, Sutler. But yeah, what a great place. Yeah. The stage is nice. The room feet, it's big. Yeah. They put up plexiglass, you know, to make people feel um, safe and to sort of, I think they're only doing half capacity maybe. Yeah, um, I think I, so. I don't think they're allowed to, they pulled out a lot of the the tables in the middle of the floor right. uh, to sort of reduce the capacity. But um, so I'm playing there and really that's the only thing that I've got on the books. Just kind of, I'm just tentatively, tentatively looking at playing some shows this spring and stuff, just yeah. kind of putting my foot in the water, seeing how, how things are out there. But So in the meantime, they need to buy your old album, Alluvium, yeah. Yeah. and they need to buy the actual album. They need to get the vinyl. The vi- Alluvium yeah. is not on vinyl though, right? No, Alluvium is just, Lugans on CD and streaming. Yeah, um, we put out a gospel uh, yeah. record in right about the 20, same time as 20, 2010. That was like yeah. five five songs. Just in there, five right? songs. Yeah. One of them's mine, and the other four are old, like holy blues gospel songs from like right. the twenties and stuff. And then and then I kind of took a uh, I kind of took a backseat for a while, and or the music took a backseat for a while, and and I, I took one of those office jobs that you hear about up in Nashville yeah. to sort of. Yeah, get a steadier income, and that lasted for uh, a few years. And I've since gone back to the carpentry and whatnot. But the point is, uh, so yeah, we put out um, the gospel EP on my way back home in 2010, and then I didn't put out anything until 2020 when we released uh, Blood and the Honey, right? Which is the new one. And then, like I said, on January 1st, I put out the demos, the early Alluvium demos, or and they're only streaming. That's cool. Well, so check no it out. Give everybody your social stuff, your your social media, um, not social security, sorry, <laughs> your, your social media. <laughs> you want to give that to me off air, Trapper, I'd be happy. Uh, honey, did you buy a new car? <laughs> um, where can they find you? Man, I am, I'm, uh, I'm at TrapperHaskins.com, T-R-A-P-P-E-R, and then Haskins, H-A-S-K-I-N-S. Mm-hmm. And on socials, that's the same. I'm just at Trapper Haskins on Twitter, at Trapper Haskins on Instagram. It's a fortunately unique enough name to to where, yeah. um, you know, there's not there's not a whole lot of trappers out there. So. Now, Trapper, how how did that name come about? Mom, Dad, they, they like the name. Dad, they watched. Yes. <laughs> Dad. Well, I, so I'm a child of the '70s, right? And uh, when Mash was on TV, and uh, that'll make sense here in a second. Right. So my dad is Travis, and I'm I'm Travis Jr. Okay. So to prevent the confusion of having two Travises in the same house, uh, my parents decided we got to call him something else. And so <laughs> ever since I was 24 hours old, I've been Trapper, and they've never said that I was named after Trapper John, but that show was on TV at the same time. So Pernell Roberts. <laughs> I've never seen it. I believe he's the. Uh, oh. I believe that's a guy. I might be wrong, but off Bonanza, uh, Pernell Roberts. Okay. Uh, he's not Hoss. He's not Little Joe. Okay. He's whatever the other guy's name was. Uh, Hoss, Little Joe, Adam. Other, Adam. 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 It was Adam. Okay. Off Bonanza. I believe that's Trapper John. Is that Trapper John MD? I believe so, yeah. 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 So it's a nickname, but it's the only name I've ever answered to. So it's, you know, years ago when the when the phone would ring and I'd pick it up and they'd say, "Hey, Travis, how are you doing?" And I would know that it was a they're trying to sell yeah. me something. Yeah, or, you know? <laughs> wrong answer. <laughs> Click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's um, the only thing I've answered to. We're gonna lose time here if we don't keep going. What's the next song you'd like to play? Uh, oh, we just bought lots of live on TV here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, where are we at on time? How many, how many more songs? Um. Probably got two. Two? Yeah. We can okay. go pretty quick back to back. We'll Let's see. do um, 
Let's do some songs off the new one. I'll All right. Do some songs off the off the off the behind. So you're talking about sad songs. <laughs> um, this is uh, this one's on the It's called I See That Now. The first time I played it. See that, kids? Tune your guitar. Yeah. It should drive you nuts. We tune because we care. There's a new concept. So, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so the first time I played this song, my, my mother did not, she did not like it. <laughs> I'll just give you that preface. All right. Yes, and I see that 
Thanks. Very nice. One thing we keep talking about on this show over and over and over, uh, seems to me almost a weekly thing. I don't want to hear you sing. I want to feel you sing. Mm-hmm. And we get that with Trapper. Yeah. I mean, you get that with Trapper. You can feel the song. You can almost see the video. I mean, you're so descriptive in your in your mm-hmm. lyrics. You can follow it's 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 a movie, you know, all the way through. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, very I, impressive. I, you know, I kind of you pick that up from other writers. It's one of the things I've always said when I'm talking songwriting. Songwriting with people is that, you know, nobody wants to hear that she had beautiful eyes. They want to hear that she wore too much makeup on her, too much eyeliner, and had cat eye glasses or something. You right. know what I mean? They want don't tell me that she had beautiful eyes. Tell me what they look like. Yeah. And, I, and then I'll decide if they're beautiful or not based on the context of the the line. You know? Right. So. And you do that. That's, that's uh, one thing I've always admired off the first album, and you're doing it off the second album, too. Um, very descriptive. Uh, like I say, you can see you can see the poetry. You, you can see as you're, as you're saying it, you're like, man, that's very, very cool. Good hook, good lines. Um, we're, just, we're writing three-minute stories is what we're doing. Yeah. Sometimes six-minute stories. Six-minute stories. <laughs> Mike, the good one is the six-minute one. Man, I'm telling you, people, you're going to have to go and, and stream that one. Uh, walking Through Those Gates. Yeah. Yeah. Killer, killer song. Yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could play it for you, but the reality is, I would just trip all over. No, it, it, uh, it's fine. Um, I love it. It's, it's it is my favorite because it's so descriptive. It tells a story of really everyday life of how people are. You, they always say the nut doesn't fall too far from the tree. Well, it's that song is lo- about that. You know, you're talking about yeah. dad oh, and yeah. your brother and then him. Yeah, and they all kind of just follow their own footsteps. In the reality, like it's not a. It's not autobiographical in any way, but they're all stories that I heard when we lived up on the mountain from right. neighbors and people that I worked with, and I just sort of, you know, codified all those stories into a into into a, a song. So I'm going to change guitars if yeah. you want to. Um, yeah, we're good to go. What are we going to do? We're yep. going to do one more. Yep, we're going to do one okay. more. Okay. We started a little late, so we're we're okay. okay. We don't want to cheat people out in this. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, my daughter just sent me a message, and Holly, I couldn't see it. I looked up, and it popped off too quick. So um, if you want to do that again, I'll try to look for it. But she sent me a message, and it popped off. So I started with this steel guitar. I'm going to end with this steel guitar. Mm -hmm. Did you turn the volume back up? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear it there. I was like, I don't know. You got it there? There we go. So we, like I said, we used to live up in Altamont, uh, which is right up the right up the hill here. Yeah. And uh, this is a song that I wrote based on some stories that I'd heard up there. That's my mom's stomping grounds. Was all right? there? Yeah, she's from Grundy County. She's uh, up there in uh, Hubbard's Cove, Winton, Winton Town, and all that up in there. Winton Town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Are you getting the signal from that? Okay. Well, they, uh, thank you guys so much for, for having me down. I'm, it's no, we're so glad. It's absolute, to... absolute pleasure to come down here and, and to get to see the square down there again. I haven't seen the square in years. It sort of feels like a... It's a strange kind of homecoming of sorts, but uh, that's kind of one of your songs off Alluvium, you know, <laughs> Stranger Known Hometown. So that's right, that's right. Well, this one's off of Blood and the Honey, and uh, this is about a, a certain product that they make up on the on the mountain. Well, they make it everywhere, but okay. <laughs> Truck way up Dogtown Road. 
won't give a damn, mama, she won't know. Daddy in his day, he made that old stump old liquor. Uncle Richie laid him a fistful of seed in the ground. My work ain't clean, but the money's quicker. I'm gonna bank enough to buy this town Incredible Trapper Haskins. Absolutely. And you wonder why I say one of our favorites. I mean, it just, we have. We have a handful of we favorites. We have a handful of ones that you just, yeah. they're like your kids. You know, they're just, uh, you don't want to well, say. Well, you it. are old enough, Pop. <laughs> this is Jason's last show, everybody. Take a night. <laughs> you could be replaced with a bag of sand. Um, <laughs> Who's our, our guest next week? Allie Beal. Okay. Any idea we're getting Randy back on the show? Could yes, we... Randy Fincham will be back on the 23rd of March. Okay, so Rock and Randy had, <laughs> barring any tornado weather that we get that time, we right. should be able to get Randy in <laughs> now due to a, a weather issue. Sorry, Randy. That's the only night we have two artists. We have him and Jesse Landers from, uh, will be coming up from Georgia. From the... Oh, Okay. So he'll good. be up here that same night doing a show. The Jesse Landers. Yes. That'd be good. Nice. Good, Jesse. We hope to get to see you up here. So, Trapper, again, thank you for uh, being part of the family. You've been part of my family now for 12 years. Yeah. yeah um, but it's, it's, it's been a while since we saw each other. It's been a it's been a heck of a long time since I've been down here. So I appreciate it very, very much. Yeah, you know, It's all our pleasure. And thank you for staying in music and cutting some good stuff. Uh, I'm glad I got the second album. I can't wait when we have a, a show. This is going to sound bad. When we don't have a... Um, a lineup where we can just start playing everyone's songs again. So probably not, probably in April we'll just do, unless we're on location somewhere, we'll probably do a final show that's just a yeah. hit or miss, and that way we can play our family's albums and stuff. So uh, yeah. we'll try to get that on there too. So Trapper, we wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Make sure people that you look up Trapper Haskins, just like it sounds, on all social medias, buy its merchandise. Um, my camera is doing something weird here. You're like falling into oblivion here. Me, falling. Bear with me, people, as you're going to get car sick watching this thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you if you Google my name, you're either going to get music, or woodworking, or vintage baseball, uh, <laughs> so, or maybe all three. So. All, all three. So yeah. the one and the only Trevor Haskins, everybody. I want to say good night to uh, Lisa T and her group down there at Muscle Shows Alabama. I want to say hello and goodbye to uh, Chris at HeatFMRadio.com. Brian, the IT guru, said everything was sounding good on his end down there. So, uh, Brian, we'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow. Um, 
I want to say goodbye. It looks like Holly. My daughter Holly is still on there. So Holly, I love you. Um, give my my grandbaby a, a big hug. I love you, Amelia. And uh, the two new little animals that you got there as pets. Uh, the one and the only Miss Lovely Rebecca. Uh, I'll see you in just a little bit. I love you. And then I want to say goodbye to Chris at HeatFMRadio.com. Over here to the one and the only, the Colorado Kid. And I'm, I'm hoping Misty had a chance to get on tonight. I hope she got to see you. So Misty from the uh, Colorado Country Music Association. Uh, hopefully we'll be talking to her here real soon. It was nice to hear her tonight. And then I guess I have to because you're right here. The Hillbilly Heartthrob and all of his hunkiness. Uh-huh. I'm a, yeah. I'm a hunk of hunk of burning love. You're Baby. a hunk of something burning. <laughs> I don't know what. I wouldn't quite say love. We are a family show. So with that, I'm going to say, you know, for Trapper Haskins and ourselves, I am the DJ Doctor. We'll catch you on the next Midnight Madness show. <laughs>